0: star wars power of the force collection darth vader leads an evil empire towards universal domination join a brave rebellion with luke skywalker han solo and chewbacca and jedi obi wan
1: kenobi can you stop the empire star wars power of the force collection from kenner
0: will you get on with it
2: okay okay welcome to galaxy of toys podcast a discussion about star wars toys of the past present and future this is our sixth episode. My name is Jason and joining me tonight from I Star Wars dot com, OT Crumudgeon Tom. Good evening. How is everyone? I'm doing great. How about you? <laughs> you know, I
3: now i am caught up in that loop too. How you doing, Jason? Yeah. I'm I'm doing great. Please How's visit doing? igrewupstarwars.com. dot com. I'll, I'll, be, I'll mute my
2: mic now. <laughs> okay. Next, from JediBusiness.com, it's Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going?
3: <laughs> you got a little <laughs> indigestion there, Chris. You alright?
2: I'm doing good, man. Good. And from Bendums to the Black Series, he collects them all. <laughs> Our good friend Ryan. Hey, Ryan.
0: Hey, how's it going?
2: Good. And finally, joining us tonight for the very first time, it's Jake. How are you doing tonight, Jake?
4: Doing very good.
2: So, as usual, we'll start the show talking about what we found. And, Ryan, you recently took a trip to Canada. And tell us, what did you find?
0: Well, it was pretty awesome to actually go somewhere and find new toys. It's been so long. Um, Plenty of the green card figures, you know, I, could, I didn't find every one of the new figures up there. I only picked up one of the movie heroes. I got the battle droid up there um, and found a few of the Clone Wars, the Anakin, Obi-Wan, uh, R2-D2. And I thought there was one other I bought. I don't remember. But there was lots of duplicates around. I mean, if you just want the green card, you hit it just for to have the sake of the green card, they're up they're in abundance everywhere you go um, but it was pretty cool went to the Vancouver Fan Days Expo uh, with a bunch of uh, fellow Sarlacc people uh, we enjoyed that I actually picked up a uh, piece of Darth Vader art that's really cool um, for those of you who don't know I'm a big Darth Vader fan so I buy Darth Vader stuff all the time um, but and David Prowse and uh, Daniel Logan were in attendance there uh, we didn't none of us went to get their autographs but I think all of us had them but it was good to you know see them up there it's a pretty good show last year was their first show um, and it, they had tons of attendees. It was smaller this year. It was much bigger. Seems like they're, they're growing pretty well. Still very well attended show. But yeah, shopping up in Canada. If you're looking for those green cards, you can find them. I, I'm, i thinking awesome. I want to take another trip and go get some more.
2: Hey, I want you to know I went on Thursday and applied for my passport. So. Okay. Hopefully soon I'll be able to head up to Canada with you and look for. Yeah, let me know get your passport.
0: We can make another trip.
2: Yeah, sounds like fun. And Tom, you recently took a trip to Germany. And what kind of Star Wars toys did you find in Germany?
3: You know, interestingly enough, I didn't find uh, the figures that you would expect. I mean, there were smatterings of the figures. But, of course, I mean, when you're in Germany, you're going to definitely see lots of Legos. And that is mostly what I saw. So I hit as many places that I could possibly think of for toys. And uh, the Kaufhof, of course, that's a pretty popular store in germany and a lot of the uh, more independent toy stores um it seems like every small town has a toy store which is really cool to see and that's definitely uh definitely a german trait because of course in america you don't you don't see that much anymore so um legos were definitely the uh the the toy of the star wars genre and uh there were a few you know a few figures here and there but um Seeing that there's really not, it's not really a movie year, of course. Uh, I wouldn't really expect to see that, but. Man, I'll tell you, there was six trillion uh, Legos out there, which is which is always really cool to see. Very cool. Something I'd like to get into, but uh, that would be that would take up way too much time, also, and uh, a lot of shelf space and display space. So. Always good to
2: see, though, for sure. Yeah, interesting. Chris, have you found anything recently? Have you picked up anything, anything since the last show?
1: Um, I picked up a couple of older figures on eBay, but. Uh, I haven't really been toy hunting because there, you know, there's nothing out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. And just to mention, I think the test, the first episode of this show, the first, we started like a test episode in January. There have really been no new figures since January, at least. So, hopefully yeah. by the end of the summer. A few more months. Yeah. Jake, uh, been any... Any toy hunting on on your end?
4: Actually, I have been cleaning up lately because I've been hitting all the uh, discount retailers, the TJ Maxx, the the Marshalls, the Ross. Um, What's the other one? Um, anyway, I've been hitting all those chains and I got a little lazy with vehicles early on in this year because I was getting bored with buying vehicles. And, uh, so I picked up the Discover the Course, Walmart exclusives, uh, what is it, the Vulture Droid and the Dewback. I got those for 13 bucks a piece. I picked up, um uh, they had some of the, uh, three pack from the Darth Maul Phantom Menace Wave with the new figures in them like the, uh, Obi-Wan, the Qui-Gon, the Darth Maul, the Phantom Menace set. So I've been picking all this stuff up for super cheap, uh, which makes me happy because, like I said, I got lazy. I, I'm all about playing the long game. If I don't get it now, I'll play the long game until the price comes down. So,
0: Hey, Jake, did you happen to see any of the, um, the AAT
4: battle tank from last year? No, because I'm looking for that one as well. But if I come across it... I'll let you know. I did find the um Sith Infiltrator and the Saboba's pod yesterday.
0: Yeah, I've seen both pod racers because I've been looking for the tank myself. I I've, I've seen the pod racers without the tank yet. Yeah, no, I'll
4: keep my eye open though. Alright, cool.
2: Alright, very cool. Good to see you finding something. Uh maybe I should consider checking out some of those uh discount stores looking for something maybe I didn't find. The only thing I've picked up uh let's see. I went to a vintage toy store in the area yesterday, and I picked up a pretty cool uh, gold C-3PO case from, I think they came out around 84.
3: Come on, Jason, give him a plug, buddy.
2: Lynn's Toy
3: Stable. That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> That's where we were. Lynn's Toy Stable in Spanaway, Washington. Excellent store if you're looking for any kind of vintage toys and modern toys. She has a really nice selection. Well, guys, it looks like they posted some photos of the San Diego Comic-Con 2013 exclusive from Hasbro, and it's the 6-inch Black Series Boba Fett with Han Solo and Carbonite. Ryan, what is your thought on this figure, and are you going to get it?
0: Uh, Absolutely, I'm going to get it. Um, I I go to San Diego Comic-Con every year. Um, This will be a definite get for me. I'm actually thinking about picking up a, a couple extra. Uh who knows maybe for some people I might know on this podcast. We'll see. Um but uh it, it is a long line at Hasbro to get this stuff. If anybody's ever been there they know. Okay. But absolutely I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm always a, a fan, been a fan of both Boba Fett and the Haunting Carbonite. So I think it's really cool. I'm excited about it.
2: Chris, are you gonna be getting this
1: figure? Um absolutely. I uh I think it looks good. I mean there's a couple of things, um, you know, I don't know why they made the decision they, they made, but um I think overall it looks really good. I you know, looked at the picture, and um, I think I spotted between 18 and 20 points of articulation. So it's a really well-articulated figure. At least that's what it appears to be from from the pictures that that came out. And um, the only negative I would say is that you know if you're if you're a collector who collects carded, it's going to be a bit difficult to display because um, it comes in a, just a black box basically with with Boba Fett's helmet on the front. So if you have it on a shelf, it's just a black box basically. There's no window. So you could actually see the, the figures or anything like that. So I'm sure that's going to be, uh, you know, for some collectors, a letdown. To me,
2: I don't care because I collect loose. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the figure overall. I think it looks, looks nice. Jake, do you plan on venturing into this new six inch black series wave?
4: Oh, this figure makes me angry. And this is why. I have put myself through self-rehab for action figures. I, back in the day, there was a day when I was collecting Transformers, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Star Wars, you name it. And I finally decided my true passion had to rule out three and three-quarters Star Wars. So I said, that was it. I drew the line. But then they released Marvel. So then I started collecting Marvel. I got into Marvel. Then I put myself back to rehab, back to just Star Wars three and three-quarter. This makes me rethink, maybe I need to do six-inch, because it is a beautiful thing. I was not going to do this line, and then this figure came out, and it is amazing. Now, my only drawback, unless I can get on Ryan's sweet side, is every time they have had uh, exclusives the last few years, I have sat there the morning they released them online, had them in my shopping cart, handed all my credit card information, and crashed. And crash and crash over and over and over again to the point where they're so hard to get the day of. So, but I want it. I want it, even though I shouldn't.
2: All right, <laughs> Tom, are you gonna be? Are you gonna be picking up this figure or having someone pick it up for you?
3: Ah, uh, no, no. I'm. Why start now at this point? Why?
2: <laughs> that's, that's what I thought you'd
1: say.
3: It'll be exciting. Yeah, I know. That's why you left me for last. It'll be well, exciting I told, to see. I'll
1: tell you why. Tom, I'll tell you why.
3: <laughs> tell me why,
1: Chris. This series—it's a brand new series, and it's just starting up. So you haven't really missed any of the figures. So you could, you know, have a fresh start at it.
3: That's a good point, Chris. And it, it's a—it's 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 uh, tempting. But uh I think I don't know, maybe maybe if I see one of your guys' uh, Boba Fett's or something, Ryan, if I see that, I might I might consider, but I'm I'm pretty much an eighty five percent no on these. I'm sure they're great, I'm sure they will be great, but I don't wanna go down that road. Once I said I said it before, if I'm if I'm gonna collect figures, I'm gonna collect the vintage. So Good there enough.
0: you go.
2: Good enough. I have to say,
0: speaking of uh, San Diego Comic Con, I'm thinking about since I'm going. If any of listeners want to try and find me, I might have like some sort of like Bendem's button for you or something. Like, I love Bendem's. We're still working on it, but okay. I may have something for our listeners at San Diego Comic Con. Oh man, <laughs> no, that means all right. Okay. That means
2: that you are Bendemvazi now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yes, I really,
0: it. accept it.
2: You've accepted <laughs> it. Now that you've accepted it, you. Love you it. There's no turning back.
3: Bendemvazi, everybody. <laughs>
2: Okay. I think this is a pretty cool line, and I'm going to be looking for this figure, I think. And I want to remind everyone out there, you can contact us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. You can also email us at uh, galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. We take comments, suggestions, complaints. We're always anxious to hear what you think about the show. And I wanted to read uh an email i got uh recently anyways this email comes from uh someone it's an anonymous actually email from someone working at a at a major retail box store and uh here it goes it says i wanted to say that i have been Disappointed by Hasbro and the retailers like Walmart, Target, and Toys R Us in the last two years because of the lack of new Star Wars figures and the horrendous distribution by Hasbro, as well as the horrible case assortments for the vintage line. The case assortment part is Hasbro's mess because they pick the figures ratios in each case. I don't blame the retailers as much because they just look at the numbers for them. If something sells, it gets reordered, and they look... I don't blame the retailers much because they look at the numbers for them. If something sells, it gets reordered, and they look at the numbers. Basically, uh, point of sale for retailers. But the problem I have had with retailers last year is empty pegs for figures during March through September... Distribution was horrible. Something has to change. The distribution, figure ratio, card design killed the Clone Wars line. Figure ratio and distribution really hurt the vintage figure line because it forced collectors like me and others to buy figures online in cases, which did not help the regular retail stores. At the store I work, we got six plus cases of new vintage Star Wars figures around June of last year. Brand new figures after I asked a manager to look into this problem of pegs empty and figures not on order for months. Within a week, they were all sold, partly because I mentioned to friends we had new figures, but it was amazing. Hasbro, if you are listening... The demand was there for vintage, totally new figure, figures do sell, especially with 10 points of articulation. But your distribution and retail distribution sucks. Something has to be fixed on distribution. Hasbro, you cannot, you cannot go back to Power of the Force 2 articulation. You will alienate fans like me who want the articulation on totally new character figures and If you stick to five points of articulation, you'll alienate fans like me who want the articulation on totally new character figures. And if stick figure five points of articulation continues or goes to the black series of four-inch figures, my money will go to Mattel or NECA, who gives me the articulation on new figures. I am to the point of just buying totally new characters. I say F you to another Episode two Attack of the Clones, Anakin, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Window and Padme. I do not want any more of these characters. And, to the handling and distribution of the 2013 Clone Wars figures, has Hasbro, F.U. I really wanted the 501st Clone Trooper, but I cannot afford a case... For one figure, I am to the point of quitting Star Wars and focusing on NECA products and McFarlane's Walking Dead TV series line. At least we get new characters. So that email comes from someone at one of the big box chains, and clearly there is you know some frustration going on. Wow. Well, yeah. There you go. But it's been a it's been a rough year, I think, for collectors. <laughs> I really don't know if anyone from Hasbro is listening to this podcast, but I'm sure they they understand the. I'm sure they have to have some kind of grip on the frustration over the last year. Figures have been hard to find, and with entire waves canceled, it's it's kind of frustrating. So I I understand what he's saying.
4: I don't even know if it's hasbro's fault i think uh change of leadership at lucasfilm or disney canceling the 3d release i mean we're getting yoda packages right now because we're supposed to have a movie in the theater you know we're going to be getting new packaging because it's supposed to represent a different movie that was supposed to be in the theater so i think hasbro had the uh i think they had the uh, carpet yanked out from under them and is trying to play catch-up
1: i think i agree with that yeah I think the only thing where where Hasbro comes in place with the the, you know the, the case ratios and how many figures they put into a case, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean, other, other than that, have... I think Lucasfilm is supposed to really. I think Lucasfilm uh, really needs to take uh, some of the blame for, for all this you know chaos.
0: Well, definitely. I I, I remember hearing at um, Toy Fair time uh, there was an interview with Hasbro where they basically said. Lucasfilm was forcing them to put out so much Phantom Menace stuff last year. They didn't want to do it because they got burned on it already once. Uh, but uh, Lucasfilm kept insisting, no, it's going to be huge. You're going to make tons of money, do lots of it. And so they put out more than they wanted to, and it turned out just the way Hasbro had expected, unfortunately. And uh, unfortunately for us collectors, I think that's what affected the rest of the line that we saw after that. It really kind of killed the... Uh, the vintage waves that came out since then.
4: Yeah, I remember Daryl Dupree saying it was Phantom Menace Part Two. It was same thing all over again. We got the pegs backed up with product that people didn't want.
1: Which is so ironic, like, you know, didn't you know didn't you learn your lesson from ninety nine and two thousand, you know?
4: Yeah. 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 Flood the market with the most with the least popular movie figures. I mean it seems common sense, but who knows?
2: Yeah. Well, I think with with so much changing at Lucasfilm that maybe, you know, by next year, you know, the strategy may be completely different on figures. Who knows what they're going to do? They may. It's just hard to know.
4: If they could follow what they've said already, like 12 or so figures the first year, okay, now we're getting back to Power of the Force 2 series when it slowly rolled out. We had 12 figures the first year. We had maybe 16, 17, 18 the next. We had 20-some the next year. Mm-hmm. I think you follow that pattern. I mean, it got, got all of us sucked back in. Why yeah. Not again?
2: Yeah, and actually, that kind of makes a halfway decent segue to the topic oh. of, the, of tonight's show. We're going to talk about Power of the Force too. Remember, it was almost 20 years ago.
0: So does that mean that Tom can check out at this point
2: or No. Tom collected <laughs> all of this stuff. He might Okay. He might have it might have all got stolen out of his car. Is that what you said, Tom?
3: No, I was gonna have a great big uh garage sale. No, mm-hmm. it was a garage sale. A garage sale I had two or three of those huge moving boxes filled with carded figures. And this was at the time that I couldn't give a rip about modern figures anymore. Sorry about that, guys. I know that kind of strikes a chord. It's painful, (laughs) I know. But uh, uh, someone broke into the area that uh, I had the uh, boxes in and completely stole them. They were gone. And... uh happiest day of my life didn't have to sell them didn't have to look at them again lost the money but then again didn't have to worry about selling figures or getting rid of these figures so it sounds a little uh, <laughs> sounds a little karmogenic i i know but right. uh, hey well hey they're gone out of my life
2: but i but i think uh you'll probably be able to weigh in on this discussion cuz you probably remember some of these
3: i remember it like it was yesterday okay
2: Yep. Well, tonight we are talking about Power of the Force 2 variations on the figures. We're going to talk a little bit about the not only the product variation, but also the packaging variations. So let's start back in 1995 when the figures came back out. They were on, I think, what most collectors called maybe red cards with a, a reddish uh Design. Reddish with well, a little bit of orange maybe. And that was the, kind of a like a
0: kind of a lightsaber blade,
2: wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think there? that's what it was
3: supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's what so, it looked
3: like to me anyway.
2: Yeah. The first wave, there were a couple of variations. Princess Leia had two versions. One had three, three rings on her belt, the other had two rings on the belt. Chris, do you have both of these versions? I do have
1: them now. Yeah, when they came out, I didn't care much for the figure. I thought it looked really, really bad, especially the the face. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, at the time, I didn't really collect variations. I was just, you know, one of trying to get one of each if I could. And then uh, the variations kind of came later, a few years after the figures happened out. Mm. But I do have them now. So, uh,
2: do you know which one of this first Princess Leia, do you know, is there a rare version? Do you know?
1: No. Actually, um, I picked both of them up not too long ago, maybe like a year ago, and they were like $3 each. Okay. And the one thing I noticed with Power of the Force 2 variations is that um, I would say the majority of people really don't care. mm mm-hmm. um, So if you go on eBay and you're looking for a certain variation, chances are the eBay listing will not state that it is a variation. mm mm-hmm. So you'll really have to take a close look at, at the pictures and, and, you know, either contact the seller or hope that, you know, they
2: they took an actual picture of of the figure that you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if I have this variation. I think I might, but I'm not positive. The next variation I noticed when looking through was the C3PO. There is a green tinted Japanese only version. And, you know, when this came out, it was highly sought after, from what I remember. And, Ryan, I thought maybe you might be able to talk about this one a little bit, because I'm pretty sure you have this.
0: Yeah, I actually do have one, uh, through kind of pure luck, really. But I remember hearing about it, and I wasn't sure how big of a variation it was, but I happened to have a friend who was going to Japan around the time. I said, hey, you know, if you see a C-3PO figure there, could you pick it up for me? He's like, Sure. Sarah brought it back for me and I, I still have it I, it's still carded I'll try and post a picture on the um, the Facebook page for that oh, yeah. but it, cool. it definitely has a slightly green tint to it and some people are thrown off a little bit because it is on the green card um, and you might be thinking it's the reflection off the that green card but it's not it really does have the it's a different slightly different color in that uh, that golden yellow on it that has a, a slightly glee, ugh, a slightly green tinge to it. Uh, it's it's an interesting variation. I don't know if it's, you know, even worth anything. I don't usually care about that kind of stuff, but uh, it is kind of cool to
2: have. Yeah, and I know the values of these variations has really dropped in the last almost 20 years, 18, oh, yeah. 15 years. But at the time when these were first coming out, people were, you know, crazy to find all these variations. Oh, God, yeah, they were. And, and they were paying a good premium to get a lot of them. Uh, Jake, is Ben Kenobi one of your focus characters?
0: Yes, it is.
2: Yeah. Do you have the the next variation I was going to mention was the Ben Obi-Wan Kenobi. He has two cards, one with a close-up photo and one with a full body photo. So this is just a packaging variation. But I was wondering if you had either one of these.
4: I do have both. I do have both on the bio cards—the head shot and the full body shot. And then, uh, did he ever come with a short saber? Because we know we started off with a long saber, but was he ever transitioned to a short saber like some of the other figures? Yeah, and and that's
2: yeah, that's where I was going to go next. The yeah. uh, the next big you know variation was the first. A couple waves of figures came with really long lightsabers, uh, almost the length of their body, I think, if not close. And they corrected that and created a shorter saber, and the the figures they dealt with were Ben, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, uh, Luke Skywalker, the farm boy version, uh Luke Skywalker, the X Wing version, and also Dagaball Luke. Those were the figures that originally came with long sabers and then the line corrected to a shorter saber. Does uh did anyone uh did anyone Tom, did you were you trying to get both versions of the sabers?
3: No, I uh I got the first version of most most of these which equaled to the long sabers. Okay. But now that I now that I think about it and knowing that um a year later knowing that they would change the 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 length of the saber and you were you know you were seeing those short saber long tray figures. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous that 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 would cause so much hype and so much excitement for just a stupid it's it's probably the epitome of the worst variation that you can <laughs> think of and yet it was driving people crazy to go out and try to find these long trays with short sabers it was just it was just maddening and and crazy so um i don't know i didn't give it much thought i do know that i did have the long sabers for these guys and uh i was gonna i was gonna stop with that i i had the figure i was happy with it so i i don't think i went too far with the variations i think uh, the variations that i did end up with i didn't go looking for except a few of them that will go down the list and Mm -hmm. i'll probably pipe in but yeah just uh i i had the first versions of these guys and Definitely wasn't going to go looking for the uh, the other versions. Okay. Or the carded different carded versions, for that matter. So yeah. definitely not a variation guy here.
2: Okay. I went, I got the long sabers and the short sabers, and I think I got two of each, one packaged and one to open. So I had a good amount of these, but I never looked for the... the Packaging with the trays for the long saber, but the short saber packed. Uh, Ryan, did you go after that variation?
0: Um, I think, well, no, actually, I don't really, I never did much with packaging. I have one figure carded from everything in that era, but I really didn't go after that. Most of my, uh, even my loose figures are most of the long saber stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I picked up some at some point, but honestly, when those variations started hitting, I looked, it was like, big deal. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have a lot of the variations just because I bought a lot of action figures at the time. Mm-hmm. When you get into carded variations, I, I wouldn't even have that sort of thing.
2: Jig, did you try to pick up both, both versions?
0: I'm kind of like Ryan. I'm a loose
4: collector, so uh, packaging does little for me. Um, so I didn't go after the transition ch- uh, trays. I didn't go after whether it was a .01 or .02 or .0. Mm-hmm. I think Obi-Wan Kenobi got up to a .04. Uh, So, yeah, no, I mostly, uh, if it's something different on the figure and on the uh, accessory or a pack-in, I'll go for it. Otherwise, a packaged piece of plastic doesn't do much for me. Right. Although, going back for a second, Steve Sansweet notes here in the fantastic The Ultimate Action Figure collection back to 3PO. The reason 3PO's green is because they first coated it in silver and then topped it with a yellow gaze.
2: Oh, interesting! I never knew that. That's in that's in his newest book. Yes. Oh, okay.
4: The that, loose collector's dream book.
2: Yeah, so. yeah. I wanted to mention another book he did. Uh, when I was going through this list, and Chris sent me uh, a good portion of lists, and then I went through the I went through his Star Wars: The Action Figure Archive that was published in '98, and I highly recommend recommend this book for anyone who's interested in Power of the force Two and vintage figures this book is excellent it has it shows all the card variations the figure variations and it's it's just really well done i don't know uh, I'm sure this is out of print by now, but you could probably find one on eBay. that that's steve's
3: uh matte silverish kind of book with figures yes. on the cover right yeah
2: yeah yeah Excellent.
3: go out and get that one that's a good one i, lo- I
2: love this book
3: it is phenomenal
2: i agree it's it great. is phenomenal definitely the next variation on the list is the tie fighter pilot he originally came with a warning sticker and the sticker was placed on the bubble of the card i believe or actually was it on the bubble or the card itself
3: it was on the card. On the card, card. itself. i yeah. so humiliated that I know that. Okay. But yeah. No, it was no, no. On the
2: card. I knew that too. I, and then it was revised to the warning label was actually printed on the card.
3: Actually, if I'm not – let me boss hog my way in here mm-hmm. real quick. If I'm not mistaken, there was a typo on the card back as well really? of the TIE Fighter, oh. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little uh, little, uh, little factoid there, a little fun fact for you. <laughs>
2: And the warning sticker was just like, warning, contains small parts, not rec- something like that, not rec- recommended for children under three. I think that's what the warning was. Thank
3: Which you. is funny, because I uh, the, the episode one figures that I have or had, uh, they said at the top, not recommended for really anyone. <laughs> was that just me? or? Yeah. Well, my, I'm sorry, my nurse just came in, and I just <laughs> had my meds okay. about five minutes ago. They're starting to kick in, so Thank I'm going gonna, gonna to mute again now.
2: <laughs> All right. The next variation, I think this one was a big deal. At least it was where I was at the time. I think I was living in Nashville, Tennessee, and and this was a big deal. It was Boba Fett, the first version from the Power of Force two line. He came. One version had half circles on his gloves. Another version had full circles. And one version had a full circle on the right hand and the left hand had nothing. I think that possibly was the rarest. And I remember people being crazy about this, trying to track all of these down. I I think I did get both versions of just the full circle and the and the half circle. I don't think I got the rare version. But uh Ryan, did you track this down at the time? Um.
0: I know I have the half circle and the full circle just because I bought, like, six or seven Boba Fetts at the time. Mm-hmm. I had this idea of having a Mandalorian army. What was the rarer version? I'm sorry, I missed that.
2: I think the rarer version was uh, full circle on the right hand and the left hand didn't have any circles.
0: Oh, okay. I'd have to go through and look through mine. I don't think I have that. Like I said, like I ended up with a lot of these variations, but I wasn't paying that much attention. Something that small and that minor, I was like, Yeah, I'm not going to really care too much. Um, You know, if they did, like, a major variation to figure, it was a different story for me, but something Mm -hmm. that small. I I saw the people going nuts over it, people I knew, people coming to stores looking for that stuff, and it was crazy. It was was crazy.
2: It's hard to explain now. I mean, it is really hard to, looking at it now, explain just how intense people were for finding these variations in the early days. It's... Now it seems, it does seem silly now. I, and maybe a, it did then too, but people were really on the hunt for these.
4: Oh, yeah. I think I told the story before to you guys. I had a buddy who was tracking these through price guides and Tomarts marts and toy fairs. And uh, he was updating his price guides constantly. And he said all these variants and all these early Power of the Force figures were outperforming just about the stock market overall. Like the, these, these not only, you know, we were freaks about them, but... For a while, I think these held a lot of dollar figures for some people, and then it just kind of busted.
2: Yeah, yeah, it busted. But around, what, around episode one is when it all kind of fell apart.
3: Remember, a lot of folks were thinking that these would take off like Mm -hmm. the vintage figures, like the, uh, the, the craze for the vintage figures and the nostalgia. Yeah. Didn't quite work out. But uh, I think a lot of people back then were thinking that these were going to be big time in 20 well, years, and well, here I we are 20 exactly years.
0: Right, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're exactly right, and I think people were thinking these minor variations were going to end up like the double telescoping sabers yeah. or the final Cave Jawa or something like that. Yeah. But
3: yeah, who knew? I mean, I mean, just just last week I used a um, brown vested Luke. I ran out of toilet paper. Oh. So, yeah, just no value. It's too bad. He's too. definitely
0: brown vested now.
3: <laughs> yes, he is. The next one,
2: the next the next figure I'm looking at is Han Solo and Carbonite. One version, the packaging said Han Solo and Carbonite, and another version, the packaging said Han Solo and Carbonite with... Carbonite Freezing Chamber, which I think that's the one I have. I was looking at my collection, and I have that one. I'm not sure if I have the the other one. Uh, Not really sure, you know, if either one of these were more rare than the other. Chris, go ahead.
4: I was going to say, I think this change came about with the color change.
2: Oh, with the green transition?
4: Yes, I think they uh, renamed it with Carbonite Block when it went to the green card.
2: Oh, okay.
4: Which is funny, because...
3: When you look at the card, clearly there's a carbonite block. Doesn't it kind of go without saying?
2: Yeah, well, I oh, think I don't know. the way I'm looking – let's see. I have one here. I have one in my hand. It's a red card, and it says hand Solo in carbonite with carbonite freezing chamber, and that seems a little misleading to me. I don't know. But for what it's worth, it was a variant, and at the time, people were – wasn't,
3: was it, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Yeah. Wasn't the carbonite freezing chamber that whole area of cloud city?
2: That's what I always
3: thought.
0: That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. So. so Hey,
3: that's a hell of a deal. Hell
2: of a deal.
0: Hell of a deal. <laughs> you know, I, I gotta jump in the middle of this. I know we, we touched on this briefly, and Jason, you can edit this out if, if we're gonna touch on this later or whatever. Uh-huh. But the whole craze with the point oh one and the point oh two and the point oh three and all that.
2: We're gonna get to that. Okay, I'll talk... I I got a great story about that later, so... Okay. All right, next... uh, i didn't read anything. (laughs) (laughs) the The next variation is Jedi Luke Skywalker, brown vest, and black vest, plus three indented rings and three rings on the lightsaber. Chris... Can you explain this one to us? Um, sure. Uh, just the the lightsaber variation, or
1: the whole thing? Cause right. So, <laughs> I mean, the the, the black vests and the brown vests. Um, I think that's pretty common knowledge. But first,
2: yeah, which one came first, guys? Brown vests <laughs> came first, I believe. Brown vest came Very, first. it was limited.
0: Yeah, the first one was the tan vest or brown vest, whatever. And you know. That
2: one was kind of hard to find.
3: Wasn't that found on the Shadows of the Empire cards?
2: No. I found mine on
3: the Shadows of the Empire card. I don't believe no, it.
0: No, 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 no. Tom, it came oh,
3: the, no, same was it. Tom, it was
0: the same
2: assortment. Tom, picture it doesn't exist. it
0: was still on an orange card.
3: Yeah, yeah, right, you're right, you're right. It, it, but it came with the assortment of Shadows. Yeah,
2: it came yeah, with that assortment. And I think they sword. were. Tom, I think you're right. They are trying to make it look like he did on the Shadows artwork. Right. But it didn't come with the actual Shadows card.
3: I've got a story for that one, but Chris, go ahead with your description. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead, Chris. All right,
1: so brown vest, black vest. So they changed it to a, um, all black vest, and the lightsaber as well had, uh, has three rings on it, and um, the rings are indented, and one version has the rings raised. Um, it's a little hard to describe, but um, there's definitely a variation for that, and uh, unfortunately, this variation is not very well documented, but it sure exists, so if you hunt for that... And you start comparing pictures of of packaged figures, it certainly certainly is a a legit variation. Um, What I haven't figured out yet is whether both versions, the brown vest and the black vest figures, um, had that lightsaber variation that I haven't figured out yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's also um, the uh, the blue cloak versus the black cloak variation, Some of the figures do have a dark blue cloak and some have an all-black cloak which is also um, not well documented but it certainly does exist and uh, I again I haven't been able to figure out whether that blue cloak and black cloak came also with the brown vest and the black vest version. Okay. So, um, you know, if you're hunting for variations, there potentially there are a lot of different
2: uh, (laughs) ones to hunt down. So. Yeah.
0: But but remember, all those looks came with platform shoes.
2: That's right. Yeah. Next was R5 D4, and he had a variation. One of the figures had a straight button, and the other one had an L-shaped button. Tom, which one was your favorite?
3: This was uh, one of my uh, most favorite droids ever. Before they ruined him with the power of the Force, too. Uh Was didn't he have like a weird kind of? You pulled the thing, and the missile came out, and
2: there was a lot of weirdness going on. With
3: I can't this. tell you which. I can't tell you which one that I had because I, the one that I had, I displayed non, <laughs> non-threateningly. Yeah.
2: Non well, uh, non broken down. Your 4 this... was
0: a pacifist. Is that what you're saying, Tom? Yes. You okay. know,
2: does anyone? Rem- this figure actually had some side guns that were yeah, mounted on. I, why so... they
3: would do this? Why they would pick this particular figure and mess with it so ridiculously is beyond me. But... I,
2: I, I can tell you why.
3: Why?
0: Um, Hasbro actually had in the works. There was a lot of rumors at the time they were working on an attack R2D2 and an, an attack C3PO for some. Crazy reason, and um, I, I couldn't tell you why that. But I think R5D4 may have been the test for the attack R2D2. That
3: sounds awful. That sounds it does. completely terrible.
0: But I mean, these are the same people who gave us a cruise missile trooper at the time. So, what do you want?
3: Yeah, one of one of my one of, another one of my favorites. But uh, to answer your question, Jason. I don't know which one I had the okay. straight butt the straight butt or the l butt. I, don't, I don't know
2: think. which one I had either. Oh, I still have mine i didn't mine didn't get stolen. We're still here next Tuscan raider, closed hand versus open left hand, Jake, do you remember this one, and do you know which one is is there one more rare than the other
4: uh, that's a good question um I know that the closed hand, of course, came first. That was it had it molded completely shut, so it couldn't even hold its. Uh, what's it called? Dampy stick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, whether that whether that was in larger demand or larger produced than the open hand, that is a very good question. And it, again, early internet days. Well, actually, was the internet around? Was it twentieth anniversary of the internet this week?
2: It was kind so, of.
4: A it was. It was there. Yeah. Well, it was
0: definitely there. I was I was posting on the old rec arts groups back then, but yeah.
2: I remember my parents had the internet, but I didn't, so whenever I went to visit them, I'd get online and try to figure out what was going on with Star Wars.
4: I didn't have the patience for the dial-up connection that took three different times. Yeah,
2: and around this time, there was a transition where they took all the cards that were on the red lightsaber-ish card, and they switched them to green cards to try to freshen up the line. And they also put a hollow foil photo sticker for each character on the green cards, and the hollow foil was, you know, kind of like a shiny, hollow, silvery or gold type sticker with pretty much the same artwork that was under the cards.
3: Birth of the rehash, Jason.
2: Birth Birth of the of the rehash. Now, what I what I did notice is that some While the holo stickers were mainly put on the green cards, there were a few orange card figures that did get a holo sticker. And the ones that I remember, now there could be more, but I remember Yoda, Ben Obi-Wan Kenobi, and the Stormtrooper. I found those three on red cards with holo foil. And, wow, I was excited to find those three. At the time, I thought, wow, this is a crazy variation, and these are going to be worth something, and I'm going to hold on to these. But I think everyone realized the hollow foil stickers can easily be peeled off. So you could just peel off a sticker from a green carded figure and put it on an orange card. So I think that whole variation kind of fizzled with collectors. But does anyone have any recollection of this besides me? I'll start with you, Ryan.
0: Yeah, I remember it. And I think when I was going through a lot of my cards recently, because I saved all the card backs. I was seeing some of that come through, but I wasn't really paying attention. I was noticing some of the orange cards still had the uh, uh, hologram on them, but uh, I can't say I paid that much attention to it.
2: Uh, Chris, were these variations of the cards, did they make their way to Germany? Were you? you um, I'm
1: not sure about the actual retail, but there there was a collector's market, and so some of the variations ended up on catalog pages, or even websites at the time, but... It was really early in it still, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of the variations I found out about through um, some of the toy magazines that we had over there at the time. And um, seeing them in the store, uh, I don't remember seeing those in the store at all, no. Okay.
2: okay, next was Dr. Evazon from the Cantina Showdown cinema scene. There was a version of him with light gray hair and dark gray hair. I don't remember this. Uh, I didn't remember looking for this one anyway. But uh, Chris, were you able to track this variation down? Um, I've confirmed that it exists.
1: Mm-hmm. I haven't picked it up yet myself. Okay. And you know that's another one of those variations where people really just don't know about it
2: mm-hmm. until and, now.
1: Well, yeah. I guess yeah. I, you know, I it is documented, um, but you know, in some of the different price guides that I have here, they're pointed out. Um, but some of the websites just really there's no mentioning of of that variation at all. If Chris, you, you
3: mentioned you mentioned price guides. What's the difference between the two? Is there a difference in price?
1: Um, in the color of the hair is the difference, but in price, right, right, but, in price, yeah. you know, like the thing is, if somebody knows that there's a variation, they'll very likely ask for a higher price. You know, um, but chances are people don't really know about this one, and it's just one of those things where you go on eBay or you know maybe one of the forums on one of the sites and just you know ask but if you if you look for it on eBay chances are you really have to look at each individual picture and you have to look closely and hope they you know they they know what they're selling or you know like they took a good picture of it so you actually get a clear idea of what the hair color actually is on the figure um but I did see it in person um at Lynn's um but that, that's a while ago and it was clearly um, dark hair a dark gray hair uh, version of dr avison uh look very different from the figure that i have um in hand here so
2: hey tom how many uh cantina showdown cinema scenes did you own um, were you buying one loose
3: and one boxed oh okay and I can't tell you i probably had the light gear uh the i'm sorry the light gray haired uh mm mm-hmm. doctor Evason. Is that what his name is? Evazon? Yes. Yes, yes I had the light gray haired uh, Dr. Evazon. Very, very exciting. Yes. And now that I know that there's a uh, dark gray hair, I am going to look for that. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> okay.
4: I have a question about yeah. um, before we transition fully into green cards. Is, is this? I have this written down on this huge database I've been keeping forever. Uh, Hoth Han had a closed and open hand. Does anyone confirm that? Because I couldn't find it online
2: once I tried to confirm that. I know one of his hands were closed. I don't know yes. if they ever corrected it for an open. There is. None they of it. Yes, there is a very... They did. Yes. They did correct it. Oh, cool.
3: Yeah, Because I remember having the open hand and then uh, seeing a closed hand and wanting one of those because... Of course, it could hold the other rifle.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: That figure confused me for a couple of things. The, the inability to hold the weapons, and he didn't have a hood, but he also didn't... He had, he had like, the cap that was under his hood. It was kind of strange. Anybody pop that head off and switch it with a regular Han head? Yeah, I did. Yeah.
0: I just took a picture of it somewhere. I also painted his coat blue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. But so, it's brown. It's not brown. It's brown. It's
0: well, what I saw at a celebration for it looked pretty brown. but
2: I don't think that... You know, I, my theory is that isn't his coat that they're showing. I don't think it matches with the movie. I think his coat was blue. It,
0: it's well, all cover-up. It's, 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 a, it's is, a thing from Hasbro. The, is that
2: what this photo. is definitely another, uh,
3: another podcast episode, but uh, no. the one yeah. that I saw at that celebration was... Effing brown,
2: right? And I don't. It was brown. I, I don't think that was the coat that was used on the screen. The one that they've shown that I've seen pictures of, none of it's never on Harrison Ford. It's, it's always on somebody else.
4: See, the question is now we have to get have, get Lucasfilm to take it out of the archive, mm-hmm. take it out to the snow, freeze it for a few hours, <laughs> and then see what color it changes. Do you yeah. think it's a color change coat?
3: I it's think a it's a 20, not. like it's one of those eighties eighties
2: t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah hyper color hyper yes hyper color <laughs> exactly well hasbro
0: has said for, has said forever that the reason that it looks blue in the film is that and i probably Lucasfilm said this too is that there's so much ice and blue around that it reflects off the coat or something like that and i don't know with the blue rays there sometimes i can see it kind of looks brown or maybe a lavender type brown mm-hmm. um I, I i i'm convinced it's not the dark blue that we had in the kenner days but um i'm not y- y- it's really hard to tell. And, of course, the special editions on Blu-ray, who knows? It made so many color changes to that anyway. Yeah. Well, here we go. That here we, we go, guys. We really don't know what we're seeing right. anyway.
3: Really quick, really quick, let's take a vote. Okay. Me, I think it's brown. Tom thinks it's brown. Jason, you think it is?
1: I know it's blue. Chris? I think it's brown. I think there was a the code that I saw at the – what was the tour that was in Seattle here um, not too long ago where they had all the props?
3: Right, yes, the and, one that's all over the place. Oh, the
1: science? Yeah, when science meets imagination. imagination. Think, yeah. yeah. And I think I saw it there, and I think to remember it was brown.
4: Jake. I want to say it's blue, but I saw it at Celebration. It looked brown. Ryan. Brown. Okay. Sorry, Jace. Sorry, buddy.
2: Well,
3: I think we're all going to get fired after this podcast.
2: So, this is what I can do I can say, okay, good to know we all agree it's blue. And that's how I'll edit it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you wouldn't.
2: I wouldn't. You're right. I'll let you. And here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the coat you looked at was brown. I believe it was brown. I saw it, too. I just don't think that's the coat that's in the film. But, hey, that's just it's me. It's a
0: conspiracy. There was a second gunman.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. This is one of those, you know... It's like... No one's going to change their mind on this, so we we should just let it
3: go. It's like psychologists talking to people that think they've seen Bigfoot. I have no doubt you think you've seen Bigfoot. Right. But did you see Bigfoot?
2: Yeah. Let's move on, shall we? We'll move on. The next figure is also a Han Solo figure. It was Han Solo in Endor gear. Originally, he came with blue pants, which irritated me at the time, and then it was... Uh, corrected to the brown pants, which which re- resemble what he wore in the movie. Um, I got them both. Uh, Jake, I'm guessing you got both versions.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. I, um, this is when I decided I would try to be smarter than Hasbro and go as close as I could to the source, so this is when I went and got a job at Toys R Us because they didn't have uh, discounts back then for employees, but instead what your perks were, is if you were working the truck that these figures and all the merchandise came off of, you had first dibs at it before it went to the floor. To the, of course, chagrin of all every other collector that didn't work at Toys R Us. So I was able to get the variants as they came out. So this is my... This is my, uh, not only did I have a job, but I also had good access. So, yeah, I hunted both of these down, absolutely.
2: The brown pants version, that was, was that the, that was a little bit harder to come by, is that correct?
4: From what I recall, yeah, Yeah. but then, now I'm pretty sure you could find either at a Mm -hmm. dollar bin at any antique mall. Yeah.
2: Okay. Alright, moving on a little bit. Grand Moff Tarkin, which, Man, I was super excited when this figure came out. This was the figure that I wanted since 1978. Finally, Grand Moff Tarkin. And this was, was the first
3: figure that we got that wasn't part of the vintage collection, correct?
2: I don't know cuz you mean a figure they hadn't made.
4: Right. Let, let me take a look. I'll check really. Rebel Fleet Trooper was out at this point. Oh, Red okay. Okay. Troopers. Well,
2: and Doctor Arason
3: no, nah, that's true. That's true. This was still this was still a biggie, though.
2: Yeah, it was huge. This was huge. This I think this figure and Slave Leia uh, were huge, 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 huge because these were characters people wanted since you know the movies, and they were finally out. Yes. Yeah. Uh Moff Tarkin, not that he was exclusive to this variation, but this is, the, this is the figure that I remember people looking most for, was this numbering on the back of the package, like a serial code. And Grand Moff Tarkin first came out with 540897.00, and then it changed to 540879.01. Uh, like uh, someone said earlier, I think they kept going for some of the figures to, you know, .001, 2, 3. This got really crazy, and I was not about to try to track down these variants because the little serial serial code on the back of the figure did not mean much to me, but I know there were people definitely looking for these figures with these special codes. The, the numbers were on the bottom left side of the card, and they were in white, uh... Tom, were you looking for these?
3: No. I, would, I was looking for the figure, mm-hmm. yes, but I I think this is one of the – I can't believe I'm saying this because every variation that we've talked about is silly. up till now, I, I knew about, but no. I did not know about this one. Really? And I don't think I would have even really given a <laughs> rat's behind about this one either.
2: Ryan, did what? you know about this variation when it was out? Uh.
0: Are you talking like the the .01, .02 variation in general? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I remember hearing about it. The the funniest thing is I remember talking to people about it. There were people, this is online, or people that came into the store or whatever, who were convinced that Hasbro was doing this stuff on purpose to make people buy more action figures. Uh
3: I think so, too.
0: There were people (laughs) who thought this was all a conspiracy for Hasbro to make us buy more and more action figures. They were doing variations on purpose, And they're making .01 and .02 with slightly different changes just to make us buy action figures. And yet... If you looked at any other action figure line, the same thing happened there. It was just constant running changes. And, and I got a good story about Grandma Tarkin as, as well. We we'll haven't worked at Toys R Us. When this figure came out, um, everybody was, uh, calling in for him, looking for him when he was first coming out. And I don't know about most Toys R Uses. Mine had a lot of, well, for lack of a better word, little old ladies working at it. And they were really trying to figure out what Grandma Ta- Grand Tarkin was. And why were people calling in for Grandma Tarkin? <laughs> Not Grandma, Grandma, like your grandmother. And-
3: well, that was that was Tarkin's wife, Grandma okay. Tarkin.
0: Right, right, right.
3: She was and really also- distraught after the uh, destruction of the Death Star. She didn't know what to do.
0: Uh, I just did a quick fact check. Uh, one of the nice things is I put my carded set in order of release. Um, before Grandma Tarkin came out, technically there were four figures that were not released in the Vintage Line that came out. Um, there's the Luke Snowspeeder pilot. They called him Luke X-Wing, but he's in the Snowspeeder gear. I know it's not. Technically, you you could go back either way on that if you want. Uh, the Luke Dagobah that you mentioned, the Sand, the sand Trooper was the one we didn't mention. They never did in the Vintage line. And, of course, the Rebel Fleet Trooper all came out before Grand Moff Tarkin. Well,
3: there you go, Ryan. I uh, <clears throat> I feel like a fool. I, really do. <laughs> I pity
0: the fool. All
2: right, let's move on. Next, uh, what do I have on the list for next? Uh, bup, 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 bup. The carry case. There was a Millennium Falcon-shaped carry case that originally came with Wedge Antilles, and the first version, he had Luke's helmet and white stripes on his jacket and that was later corrected to a second version that had a corrected helmet and no stripes down the arms. I I remember this variation and I picked up both cases because I wanted both versions of Wedge. Chris, you have both versions of this figure?
1: I do, yeah. And uh, there's a potential third variation which I haven't really been able to confirm yet but I've seen a picture where um, the figure actually has uh, the corrected helmet, and it still has the white stripes on the jacket. Um, but I, I have not been able to confirm this one yet. So if okay. any of the listeners out there might know anything about it, it would be great to hear
2: from yeah. you guys. Let us know on our Facebook page, or you can email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com.
0: And I'll check mine to see. I know I bought several of those cases. I know I have both helmet variations. I don't remember if I have
2: that third variation.
0: I know I've probably got three or four of the figures, so I'll have to check and see what I have.
3: Guys, can I pipe in yes. about this this particular variation? You sure can. I mean, some of you might know that, that I painted up a lot of, well, not a lot, but a, a good handful of X-Wing helmets, <clears throat> uh, custom painted them and. I'm trying to recreate the the Yavin pilots. How could this have been such an oversight? You've got Wedge Antilles. Clearly doesn't have – there's no way he would have had – Anything that looked like Luke's helmet. Every picture indicates that he had the olive drab kind of colored helmet. I, I don't understand how this
2: was missed. I think the div- there was a different division at Hasbro that was doing things like uh, collect like the cases and some of the, the exclusives, and I think the quality control uh, was not as good. I think slipping
3: maybe. Jeez. Yeah,
2: I think they did have a different division doing some of these. Um, Pack in figures.
3: I mean, even almost twenty years ago, that this—I knew that Wedge had a completely different helmet. I didn't yeah. stop me from buying the figure, of course, or that, right. the carry case. But right, yeah, I'm just, honestly
0: betting it was just a mistake. They just sent the wrong paint app to uh, wherever do the paint app on it on accident. as soon as they discovered it, that's why we have the corrected one.
2: Yeah, I guess or that it was, makes sense. or it was just a—they um, were conspiring to make us buy. Two of these cases, yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's the conspiracy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm
3: about seventy percent leaning toward that possibility.
2: Yeah, and then if uh, buying two bastards, if buying two of these cases weren't enough, they after they corrected wedge, they switched it out with a different figure altogether. The imperial scanning crew is that yep. what was his What was his name?
0: I just called him the scanning crew guy, if I remember. Imperial okay. scanning
2: remember, whatever. Yeah, yeah. that. He was the gray gray suit with the black imperial cap. Imperial scanning technician. Thank you, Jake. Imperial oh. scanning technician. Okay, and this case was a little bit harder to find with the imperial scanning technician, if I remember.
0: Well, because everyone wanted to buy two.
2: Yeah, <laughs> army building. And then um, they
0: released that figure years later on a card too. It's right. Different
2: deco, but. Right. And it. Re- <laughs> that The sculpting of that figure uh, did not age well. It did no. not age well. It really looked out of place in 2004 or five, whenever they put it out. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. This is a variation that Chris pointed out that I wasn't aware of. It's Wicket. He has no stitching on the hood versus stitching on the hood. And this variation, possibly from both the single card and when he was packed in in the Princess Leia Collection 2 back. Chris, have you seen these uh, variations?
1: I have, yeah. And uh, the stitching, what that refers to is that whether uh, the stitching is painted or unpainted. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, they do... I, I've seen both um, single-carded and I've seen it in the Princess Leia 2-pack as well.
2: Okay. I, I did not know of this variation, and i who knows? If I would have known about it, maybe I would have looked... For both at the time my mindset was to find all variations but this one this one did not uh, i just didn't find out about it
4: i'll interject uh, with a variant in here um i have down in my notes akbar came with a uh, they changed the Calm link wrist blaster to wrist blaster got the com link out of there anyone know what i'm talking about
1: on the sticker on, on the on the card
4: yeah oh so
1: they
2: did they switch the sticker Change the sticker. The printing. They. they yeah. They re- removed the word calmly. Oh, interesting. I remember that one. Hmm. Tom, did you get both? I'm sorry. What? Did you? <laughs> did you? Get no. No, I didn't. I. I. I might
3: have. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, I was. I was always on top of these. Amazingly enough, up until mm-hmm. about 2002. Yeah. I had the first run of every figure that came out. So this one. I'm sure easily, I I either got the, whatever the first one was, or just, I, I was totally oblivious to what the variation was. Okay. Yeah.
2: The next phase of the Power of the Force 2 cards was the flashback photo. Uh, Is that what they were officially called? Flashback photos? They came with, like... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mention, we didn't mention the, did I mention the... Uh, Baba? No, what I didn't mention was the, when Wicket started showing up, the green cards had started to come with slides in them. We talked about the slides in a previous show, so...
3: Were there variations on
2: those slides, too? I don't know. Only one of them. Right, which,
0: Ryan? Which? It was R2-D2? Um, are you talking about the Contech R2 with the, the pegs on it?
2: No, we're talking about the slides. Well,
0: the freeze the, frame. The, the, the freeze
2: frame. I'm sorry. Freeze frame slide. That's right. Thank you. The green cards came with freeze frames.
0: I know there were some, some variations on the slides themselves out there. Like, there's some misspelled words or something that was corrected. It was really minor. Mm-hmm. Um, I Well, actually, I don't remember if they actually corrected that or not. So, um, But I remember there being some mistakes in them. I thought there was a couple of variations on, on the actual slides themselves, but I, I couldn't tell you for sure. Yeah, okay. I have... I have in
4: my notes here the R2D2 with the data link accessories the one that came with a bunch of them uh he had two different versions of a slide he has one that says uh death star on it and one where they replaced death star with uh imperial yeah. and the trash compactor so there is at least that on the actual slide and then as for your uh misspellings I believe it was uh Yakface's real name some some of the backs of the cards that advertised Yakface, Face, some of them uh, spelled his name correctly, and I, I butcher it every time. What is it? Seyelt Moray? I-, I
0: thought I- Yak real name was Yak Face.
4: Yeah, well, it is to me, too. But <laughs> some of the cards spelled uh, his last name like Marie, like the name. So, oh,
0: okay. Actually, I a- thought Yakface's real name was Joe Camel, wasn't it?
4: <laughs> yes. It's illegal to advertise the children like that.
2: Now, Tom, you're a real stickler for using their proper names, right? You, you would never say Yak Face or, me? or Walrus Man or Hammerhead.
3: Absolutely. Those you're, are the only ones You're that one matter. of
2: those sticklers. Like, if we're having a conversation and I say, yeah, I got that Hammerhead, you're like, hey, it's my money No. Right? <laughs> you're that
3: guy.
2: You're that guy, right?
3: Funny that I would. You were, you were standing there when I mentioned that yesterday at the Sarlacc meeting, right?
2: That you were yelling at me for calling him Hammerhead?
3: Exactly. No, I wasn't. I was agreeing that the, the that was Hammerhead, that was Right Walrus Man and Yeah. Not Momon Nodon.
2: <laughs> to give Hasbro credit though, they did, you know, even though when they tried to use the proper EU names, they normally at least in some form wrote their old names on the packaging somewhere. Right. Well, I mean,
0: Tom, I gotta ask if, if you go by those names strictly, then what is the Gorindan's real name?
3: Uh Long Snoot. Long, or I, snooty, I heard or a, uh, snooty or something like
0: that well they I, never I, they never
3: made a vintage figure so I never No, they never really... did but
0: but I've heard the uh, yeah. the vintage type people who I, I would say that you fall into that crowd had a different name for them that may not I don't know if it could be repeated on this podcast <laughs>
2: Language,
0: <laughs> how dare, not how dare you
2: actually but, if <laughs> anyone's from iTunes is actually listening to this I'll be impressed <laughs> <laughs> anyways let's keep it moving uh Jake, Jake this, this next question is going to be for you because you have a list in front of you. The green cards with the flashback photos came next. Uh, were there any variation on that you know of of this brief series of figures?
4: Uh, flashback, I think there was a variant on Princess Leia's flashback card. Uh, something about when you pull it, uh, the flashback picture to change the amygdala. Amadala, I think there was one that was with makeup and without. Oh. Does that, does that ring a bell to anyone? That.
2: No. Yeah, that no. might sound familiar.
4: No. With makeup and without. Explain. Well, you know how Padme is, you know, without makeup is Padme, and then she's pretty taking it on as the queen. So remember the flashback cards are the ones that have that little, um, like Venetian blind card that you can pull it and it can portray a different image. So it would turn Princess Leia into her mom and it would turn, uh, you know, Obi-Wan from old to young.
3: Right. So it had the, the cards where you had the, the, the character from the OT and you pulled it down and it was a character from that other delightful movie. Yes. Right.
2: Hey, maybe, maybe they'll come with some flash forward cards for the, the new movie. You know, they'll yeah. have a Jar Jar, and you push something, and then it's I like, a Jar Jar. I'll, or something. Push.
3: I'll push something.
1: <laughs> the only other variation that I know of uh, from the flashbacks here is is um, R2-D2 with the launching lightsaber. Mm-hmm, you know, the, the figure that had that huge middle leg. Yeah. Um, I think that was one variation which had the lightsaber on the opposite side of the figure. So. Oh.
2: I've never collected familiar. carded. That sounds hits. familiar, actually, Chris. That, yeah. Chris. yeah. That's right. That sounds familiar. I remember that now. Oh. Okay. So, after the flashback photos, was Comtech figures that came with chips that would play little audio clips, not from the movie. I think it was from Hasbro employees reading the lines from the movie. I'm not sure how that worked. Tom, did you collect the Comtech chips?
3: You know, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did.
2: Did you play them over and over?
3: I played the Jar Jar one until it didn't work any longer. Okay, good. Is that enough for you?
2: Yeah. All right. So as far as Power of the Force 2 ComTech chips go, we had Greedo. One had green knee joints and one had yellow knee joints. I don't remember this. Chris, do you have these? I don't. I just know I've I've seen visual
1: proof of them. Okay. They exist. I don't have them in my personal collection. But basically, because at the time, the figures that were Hasbro was playing around with the articulation. So some of the figures actually had knee joints, and Greedo was one of those figures. But it wasn't a ball joint. It was it, it was just a swivel joint. Mm-hmm. And the, those pegs, some of those pegs were, were painted yellow, and some just were unpainted. Oh, okay. Because, you know, like, Greedo has that yellow stripe down on the side of the pants. Mm-hmm. And um, right, so uh, having the green knee joint looks a little off. So um, yeah, there, there's one which has has it painted uh, yellow, so it kind of matches the pants better, I guess. Funny so, you mention that,
3: Chris. I uh, sometimes I have a yellow stripe down my pants after my colostomy bag <laughs> bursts. Hello? Hello?
1: Is everybody hello, hello. on
3: mute? We're still here. Okay.
1: Somebody Sorry. call a nurse.
2: I'm losing consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> and next was like.
0: We'll get you some Jar Jar
2: diapers for that, okay? You know, This this is kind of the final throws of Power of the Force to the Comtech stuff. So the, especially these last variations, I'm, I don't remember because there's so much stuff coming out around this time that was with the new film. So I don't remember most of this. I just got one of each. But, Chris, you sent me this one, Comtech jowl with gonk droid. No holes, hole in the left foot none uh hole in the right foot uh what's tell me about all this i'm i'm not familiar with this variation
1: um, well you know how the figures have holes in the feet so you can place them on a stand right and which were never del- available <laughs> yeah probably not um, but yeah the job I had um, there's one version which has no holes in it um, there's another version which has only a hole in the right foot but not in the left foot and there's another variation which has a hole in the left foot but not in the, the right foot and there's one version which has the holes in both feet wow. and uh, that's pretty much it it's um, yeah so Anybody have all of these? I have three of them so far.
2: Okay. Wow. So
3: you can most definitely confirm that the these are most definitely most definitely. How many How many times am I going to say most definitely? So these are definitely <laughs> definitely variations, huh? That you can That's confirm.
4: Yeah. Far yeah. out.
3: Uh, Jake, did you know
4: about these? The
3: uh, the the gonk insanity.
4: Well, this was hard wave to find, especially the R two. Uh, I remember that was the to do list for just about everyone there, back when these came out. Um, super hard to find, so no, finding them was difficult. Much less their variants. Yeah,
3: I seem to. I seem to remember actually scoring this one and uh, the Comtech R2 with Hollow Leia rather easily, but never saw them again afterward.
2: The uh, oddly enough, the Comtech R2D2 is the the final um, basic figure that we have on the list.
3: There yeah. you
2: go, free segue. Yeah, you're wel- you're welcome, Jason. <laughs> CompTag R2D2 with Holalea came with round pegs on the feet, and then half circles later. Chris, this is another one I'm not too familiar with. What what's what's this one about?
1: Um, right, so that's basically R2D2's legs um, on the outside of the ankles. When you uh, when you take a look at the pictures, they have the first very first released version had a very like a completely round peg and the uh, the more common version doesn't have that it actually instead of a whole round peg it has just half like you only see like half half of a circle basically so half huh. a peg um yeah and that's one of the variations i have not picked up yet uh, but there was one on eBay going for $400 just uh well, like a week ago $400 $400
3: yeah just because of the fact that it has this variation
1: Yep. And uh, Yeah, so, you know, again, but, you know, with all the Pile the of the Force 2 variations, a lot of people don't even know that they have a variation in their collection. They just post it on eBay, and they, they don't mention it. So you really have to go through each auction and just, you know, maybe you get lucky and,
2: you know, pick it up for just a, a few bucks. Huh. All right. And then finally, let's briefly talk about some variations with the... Uh Deluxe figures, the non basic line figures, and Jake, you have a couple of those written down. Go ahead. What do you got?
4: Yeah, I know that uh when Boba came out with that fantastic uh screen accurate uh huge backpack, the the one that was uh it first came out as a photon torpedo and then they changed it to Proton, probably not to PO off any uh Star Trek fan.
2: Any more, Jake?
4: This one I couldn't find proof of, but I saw it written on a couple different websites. Uh, we're talking about the probe droid. mm mm-hmm. had a green carded front, but the back was red card.
2: Oh.
4: And then that was that's later sort of corrected to be in a green front and a green back.
2: Oh, that's kind of cool.
4: Yeah, but I haven't been able to find proof of that one. And That my sounds work.
0: familiar, but I couldn't tell you. I only have, like, one carded version. I don't remember what it is right now off the top of my head, but... That actually sounds familiar.
2: Okay. I think that wraps up the segment. As you can guess, none of these variations really panned out the way some of the vintage variations did, like the, uh, the vintage variations being things like the double telescoping lightsaber or the vinyl cave Jawa. Red,
3: red cave. The red fortuna. Shoot. Yeah,
2: yeah. The, the, uh, just didn't work out that way. Too many collectors, I think, hoarder, hoarding these away to make any of them valuable but they were fun to look for at the time and it's kind of fun to look back on it now i think and just think about those days when we were kind of obsessed with knowing every little thing about the figures
3: a stunning showcase of who the hell cares
2: <laughs> yeah
4: The glory days when figures actually came out yes yes that's true
2: that's true plentiful then yes. i think that's gonna wrap up our show tonight i'd like to thank tom thanks jason thanks chris
3: Jake, good to see you. Ryan, going down the list of uh, my S- Skype viewable yes. friends here, and uh, yeah, uh, remember to check out uh, i grew up star on the interwebs and i grew up all one word on Facebook. Join the fun, and uh, Jason, I think I'm going to post some of my uh, Germany uh, toy store photos on galaxy of po- uh, galaxy of toys. So oh, stay tuned for that.
2: That'd be cool.
3: I think think folks might get a kick out of that, Ryan. I, d- I did want to tell you that uh, uh, from a couple of episodes before, I did get all my uh, Bendems. I had a complete, complete collection of Bendems, but they met their doom in a tragic uh, burn barrel accident. I-, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to have to come over and play with yours if that's okay. well,
0: I'm playing with my Akbar right now. I have my Akbar Bendem right here in front of me. Okay, nice.
2: well,
3: nice. don't post any pictures of that, buddy. You'll get arrested. <laughs>
2: And I'd like to thank Chris for joining us tonight. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Yeah. And, Brian, thank you yeah, for th- showing up tonight and speeding ho- speeding home in time to be uh, on the show.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for having me once again. I'm glad I could make it just in time.
2: And, Jake, it was great to have you on the show, and hopefully we'll have you on again.
4: Oh, it was great going down memory lane.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Jake. Remember, you can contact us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Galaxy of Toys. You can also email us, galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Look for all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Smart Radio, or most likely wherever you source your podcasts. With that, we turn to Akamina and have her pour us just one more round and good night but not goodbye just one more
4: round friend then homeward bound friend don't forget me in your dreams
2: just one more song friend
4: and then so long friend